Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We are so grateful that you've joined us this morning. I'm one of your hosts, Brad Gray, and I'm joined by... Janine Bitson, and it's a wonderful morning to be with all of you throughout our listening area. The sun is shining in Fargo, and I think... Yeah, we're melting a bit, but I also think throughout our listening area, it sounds like it'll be a beautiful day. We're loving it, absolutely. This is a good time of year that uh, while we're in Lent, we're purifying and and, uh, practicing self-denial. There's also the hope at the other end. We kind of see... In a certain sense, the light at the end of the tunnel, the days are getting longer. We're getting more light in our day, mm-hmm. and uh, we're looking forward to the great joy of the Lord's resurrection. Uh, it's just a, it's a wonderful time. Yeah, but let, let us, uh, as always, let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, you created a world and mankind for joy. We have allowed it to become full of pain and sorrow. Please help us return to you. Please hear our prayers for healing and illness and injury, and please heal physical, emotional, and spiritual ailments that plague our world. Heal a world that is suffering. We ask this through your name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Awesome. In the Father, Father, the Son, Son, the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Terrific. Well, thank you for leading us in prayer this morning, Janine. And uh, as usual, we have on the other side of the glass, we've got Eli this morning. Good morning, Brad and Janine. How are you? Good, awesome. good. God is good. Good. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Here's what's coming up on this morning's Real Presence Live. You know, it's one of the three leading causes of divorce in our nation. Money issues. And how can couples effectively integrate marriage and money? Well, that's what we'll find out as we visit with Patrick McIntyre. He's a wealth manager at Choice Financial Wealth Management. And what do Elijah and the Blessed Virgin Mary have in common? What we'll find out as we visit with Dr. Father David Guntier of the Marians of the Immaculate Conception about his upcoming presentation entitled The Days of Elijah and the Coming Triumph. And its mission is to renew Catholic families by awakening and strengthening Catholic men. What is this group and how are these men seeking to strengthen other men? Well, we'll find out as we visit with Father Peter Angel of the Diocese of Fargo. All that and a whole lot more is coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. Love it. Thanks, Eli. Yeah, a lot, a really great show. I'm excited to hear yep. from our guests and everything that they'll be bringing, you know, to our listening area yep. is going to be fantastic. Yep. We just, you know, we had, uh, I mentioned at the beginning that we are, as everyone knows, we're in Lent. We just had the first Sunday of Lent. I participate in the RCIA uh, process. I'm a co-director of the program at St. Mary's Cathedral in Fargo, and we had the right of election. I think all dioceses around the world have the right of election on the first Sunday of Lent, and it was just a, it was a really awesome day to to see people gathering from throughout the diocese, meeting with the bishop, the bishop uh, electing those who are preparing for baptism to to go forward in their preparation to receive the Lord, to be received into the church at Easter for those who are already baptized, to um, 
to be called on to, to ongoing conversion and preparation for the sacraments to complete their Christian initiation. It's, it's such a cool time of year, really. It is. And it, it's just so special when I see that the candidates, it, it's just very emotional to me. It's so beautiful um, that our church continues to grow, even when you hear of all the the bad things that are out there in yes. the world, yeah. you know, there's just this desire for faith and, and the candidates are such a incredible witness yeah. to that desire to grow deeper in relationship with Christ. And then the Ash Wednesday mm-hmm. mass, uh, I mean, our church was just packed. It yeah. was so beautiful to see how many, when it's not even a holy day of obligation, but the importance of being there to receive, you know, the ashes and what that represents in our life. I mean, it was really beautiful too. I I do love how, as Catholics, our lives are marked by these different seasons, and they call into focus different uh, spiritual aspects of our journey, of our relationship with the Lord, and His presence with us. You know, in in the times of great joy and exaltation, and Christmas and Easter, the times of uh, sadness, self denial, uh, penance, and so on, uh, in Lent, and and to some degree in Advent as well, and just the ordinariness of, mm-hmm. of life that we have for the majority of, of the year. So it's just it's a cool time to be alive, to be Catholic, and and to be sharing about these things. You mm-hmm. know? And and just such an awareness that Lent brings, uh, even prior to. Uh, Lent the week before Ash Wednesday, we had tragically lost my cousin to a skiing accident mm. collision up at Lutzen. And just it, it just hit our family in such a profound way. And anyone who mm. who goes through such a, a tragedy uh, sudden like that, yes. you know, and, and it just brought a, an even greater awareness to the importance and intentionality of Lent and, mm. and what we need to be doing uh, to prepare ourselves uh, as we exit this world. Uh, and at the funeral, so many of our brothers and sisters in Christ and the Lutheran faith we're like, I want to be Catholic. Mm, and there's so really? many, there's so many beautiful things we have. I mean, you got to admit, a Catholic funeral is, yes. uh, <laughs> it's rich. It's it, it is very rich and powerful. Yep. And so, you know, as we go through Lent, um, be preparing for that funeral that yep. could happen tomorrow right. or who knows, years away. But that's Lent yep. just and brings you, you back to that. And you know, some of the customary, the, the kind of the three, uh, common areas that we focus on during Lent are prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, mm-hmm. right? And so we, a lot, most of us focus on the prayer and fasting, right? But there's also that aspect of almsgiving, of the giving of our wealth, of our money, um, and, and recognizing and inviting the Lord into that relationship mm-hmm. because He wants to bring liberty and freedom there. And so our first guest this morning, we have Patrick McIntyre on to talk to us a little bit about that aspect of, of money and how that impacts our lives. Good morning to you, Patrick. Uh, good morning. Thanks for welcoming me. Yeah. Welcoming me. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great to have you on the show. Can you tell us, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, Patrick? Yeah, so I've been, uh, my, my lovely wife and I have been married for 27 years, Catherine. And, awesome, congratulations. Uh, we've got two fantastic young men, Jeremy and Matthew, and, and I've been a, uh, a financial planner now for 25 years I've been in the business, mm. and, and so I've got, uh, you know, I've got some perspective mm-hmm. on, a, on a little bit, uh, you know, both of those topics, marriage and money, you know, mm. and, uh, you know, whenever I speak to people about, uh, you know, marriage and money, I really draw on, you know, kind of three sources, you know, uh, you know, our experience as husband and wife managing our finances, uh, you know, my practice, what I've seen there over the years, and then finally on scripture, you know, sure. and, and yep. really three sources of, of wisdom. You know, mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. Yeah. And the Bible is so filled with financial wisdom in so many ways. Oh, you yeah, know, absolutely. It, it's just really powerful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, so this is this is a big issue, and I mentioned a moment ago too that the Lord wants. This is a part of Lent, the, the, the whole aspect of our relationship with our wealth, because He wants to bring liberty there, and He wants to bring life there too. And yet, this can become a source of discord and, some, and to some degree, death in a, in a marriage. You know, this is one of the leading causes of divorce in marriage. So, uh, can you? Can, what do you think about money? Why do you think that's such a dividing factor in marriage? You know, what I uh, have noticed over the years or what I've, uh, you know, the philosophy I've developed over the years, you know, finances can be a very personal issue and not not necessarily private, but very personal to our person. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, when we earn our money, we earn it, you know, by putting, you know, forth energy and effort. And and it's really, uh, you know, ourselves that we're putting out there, uh, you know, as a means of earning the income that we have. And when we do that, you know, money can become, and in large part does become kind of an extension of ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and so in the earning of it, you know, there's a very kind of personal aspect. And frankly, in the spending of the capital that we earn over the years, you know, that's also, uh, you know, a, a very personal kind of a thing. You know, you think about every dollar that you spend is really in some fashion or another uh, a statement of value and of priority in your life you know yes and so sometimes as husband and wife it can be difficult to you know to align those values and priorities you know and not only that you know most couples bring uh, a fair amount of uh, baggage or experience in their life, you know, hey, I've managed my finances this way, and these have been my priorities over the years. And sometimes it's very difficult to, uh, you know, again, merge those priorities and visions, if you will. I, I think that's a really good point that you're making there, because, you know, I think when people have gotten married at younger ages, and of course, you're both poor, you know, you're right. just coming out of college, you're both poor, you kind of maybe even meld those ideas together as you grow. But I think now that People are maybe getting married later. They've been independent. They've had their own way of living. And then maybe marrying later might cause problems when you meld. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely. I can kind of see got your patterns set. I, so. Yeah. We're very much creatures of habit, mm-hmm. you know. And so, hey, I've done it this way for a long time by myself. And now all of a sudden I have to take another person into consideration. Yeah. Well, it's difficult, yeah. you know. And, and then it's also difficult when you don't have and you are sacrificing and you need to decide what is priority together. Yeah, absolutely. But that's probably where you come with the spiritual aspect and the power of prayer together as a couple, maybe. Right. Yeah. You know, and and it's interesting, you know, the, whenever I talk with couples, especially young couples, uh, you know, I, for the diocese, I uh, do a financial uh, presentation as part of the marriage preparation weekend that Mm -hmm. those couples go through. And when I am talking to them, you know, it's hard for me to say, okay, here are the, the, the systems that you need to set up, or here's how you do it, you know, his or hers checkbooks or a, a joint checkbook. Or, but one thing that I emphasize is, is that no matter how we structure our finances, it really needs to be a, a system where we promote transparency and unity, you know, mm-hmm. and, and again, there again, that can be a difficult thing, you know. If you're just tuning in right now, you are listening to Real Presence Live. We are Brad Gray and Janine Bitson, your hosts, and we are speaking with Patrick McIntyre, uh, specifically on the aspect of of how do we integrate, how do we mold our our wealth, our money, along with our marriage, and bring the two together into one uh, in the realm of finances, right? Right. So, how can uh, Patrick? How can couples take? some of the stress out of the finances because it becomes, it can become such a source of stress. It really can. And, you know, there's really uh, a number of things that I kind of uh, recommend, but uh, from the get go, uh, communicate Mm. well with each other, communicate well with each other, 
and communicate well with each other. <laughs> That's the yeah. starting point, right? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, the as couples there again, you know, as, especially men, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we're less inclined to maybe uh, communicate as well as we could. True. And maybe uh, less inclined to communicate as well as our spouses would like us to, you know. And so we really have to, again, especially as, as men in the relationship, you know, really put an effort towards communicating and, uh, you know, communicating about, you know, again, really, it's a, uh, a focus on, you know, what are our priorities, what are our values, you know, and how do we allocate these resources to, to meet those uh, values and, and priorities. And I think, you know, when you talk about communication, prayer does have to be part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we really need to uh, be at prayer with one another and we need to remember to pay the Lord first. You know, that's the source of all those gifts that we've been given. And I know just from experience, whenever my husband and I have been asked and we've, you know, been like, oh, how can we do this? You know, but we make that sacrifice or effort. Yep. It's amazing what happens following that and how God blesses us, you know. And so it's just really important to have that prayer as part of the decisions that you're making in your finances. Yeah, it, you know, and, and really, uh, you know, I also tell, you know, a lot of the young couples, you know, that you come at, you know, those management of finances with a spirit of uh, humility and selflessness, you know, yeah. with each other, okay? And if you're able to do that well with each other, you know, sometimes that includes, uh, you know, being selfless, you know, with those resources that God has given to us first, you know, back to those ministries that we see around us and support those, you know. And that really is the, uh, you know, kind of a starting point is, again, that selflessness, humility, transparency, and unity. You know, those are really kind of the big, uh, you know, kind of the big, uh, big four, if you will, in terms of managing our finances well together. Mm-hmm. So we want to uh, we want to communicate 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 both with one another but also with God, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the Lord God plays plays a role in this and and you know as we've been talking about a little bit, I mean there's that aspect of of bringing this before the Lord, right? Um it seems to me Patrick that that there's also the aspect of recognizing that we are not fatherless children, right? right? Yeah. That that we actually do have a father in heaven who does love us, who's not impotent, who's not powerless, uh, and who has not only the, the ability and the desire, he has the capability of, and has given the promise of providing for us in our needs, right? So what do you think about that aspect of trust uh, in terms of, of finances? You know, and it's interesting, you know, uh, you know, the spirit of gratitude, you mm-hmm. know, is, is uh, key in a lot of this, okay? And, you know, as, you know, St. Augustine said it best, you know, our, our hearts are restless, O Lord, until they rest in you. Mm-hmm. And we have to recognize, you know, that no matter what level of spiritual wealth or, or material wealth we obtain, that's never going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, our fulfillment here in this world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. <clears throat> And so I know that that's you had mentioned too, Janine, that that aspect of tithing, that it, that's terrifying for many of us. The idea that you know we're barely making it a lot of times ourselves, kind of living month to month. And how do I give of the little that I have already um, to to God? It seems like I'm being um, like a bad steward. It seems like I'm being careless with my wealth if I'm not using it um, wisely in terms of providing, but there's a certain wisdom in, in all of that, right, Patrick? Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, one thing that I point out to these young couples generally is that, you know, the, uh, the spirit of selflessness that we develop as a couple, 
uh, spills over into our relationship. You know, if mm-hmm. we're selfless as a couple, it becomes easier to be selfless with each other. Yes. And conversely, if we become selfish as a couple, it becomes easier to be selfish with each other. Right. You know? so, right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's and we also have to caution ourselves, uh, you know, from the world. You know, well keeping up with the Joneses, kind of, so to speak, you know, we have to really understand, you know, where all those gifts come from. It's from God. And we need to remember he is the one who we need to give gratitude and, and respond to first. Yeah. You know, humility and selflessness, those are sometimes difficult virtues. Yes. And so we develop and maintain and enhance those virtues through a a prayer life, you know? Yes. Yeah, and so, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, we're kind of coming to the end of, of the run here. Patrick, any final words? we got about a minute left. Uh, any, any final messages or points you'd like to leave our listeners with? You know, sometimes, uh, you know, the most important aspect is just to get started in a conversation. You know, start now. You know, if you are young and getting started, uh, you know, have those conversations. If you are, you know, more established, but have not had those conversations, or maybe there's some tension there, you know, start having those conversations now, you know, mm-hmm. in prayer and humility and selflessness and persevere. You know, that's yeah. really the big thing. You know, it's and, like every other aspect of our life. And have a budget. Uh, yeah. Budgeting <laughs> is key. You know, yeah. it, it really is, you know. It's part of and, the communication. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. And that budgeting process helps us to, as a couple, discuss, again, those values and those priorities. Right. right. You're doing it as a team yep. instead of kind of as opponents and seeing who wins in terms of the financial turf. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, awesome. thank you so much for being with us, Patrick. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me. It's uh, it's absolutely wonderful that, that we've had you and this is an important topic. So. Mm-hmm. No doubt we'll be circling back to this in the future. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Well, up next, we'll hear about some Lenten Friday events happening at Riverview Living Community in Fargo. And later, what do Elijah and the Blessed Virgin Mary have in common? That's what we'll find out when we visit with Father David Gunter. All this and much more coming up next when Real Presence Live continues after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.